That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas and grab a drink because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Sierra Unfiltered. And I'm here. This is Steven uh, sitting in for Skylar today. Yeah, if you are listening to the audio version, then you might not notice that Skylar has been replaced with a bearded man. <laughs> <laughs> and it just happens to be that we lost the other phone on, oh, while on travel. Yeah, so it looks like we removed another phone, like the two phones that are part of the set. It looks like we removed one like in solidarity with Skylar. But there's actually a story behind it, and it I wish it was like something sweet like that. But I went up to a photo shoot at the YouTube space, and they asked us to bring a prop in our color, and my color was blue. So I was like, oh, cool, I'll bring the phone. Like, that's part of my podcast set. Cool. So I bring that. I do the photo shoot. Everything's good. I leave, and when I get back to my hotel that night, I get a text, and <laughs> the coordinator goes, hey, Sierra, um, you left your phone here on set. Just wanted to find a time for you to come coordinate to pick it up. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, uh, thanks for reaching out. I think it must be someone else's phone because I'm emailing you on my phone right now. <laughs> like, she meant my prop. And I thought she meant, like, my cell phone. And then she didn't respond. And, <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. One less phone. So I ordered Tragic. another one on Amazon. It'll be here next week. <laughs> uh, but I didn't figure that out until, like, 10 minutes before filming. Carly was like, I can't find the phone anywhere. And I was like... Maybe I left it on the photo shoot. And Steven goes, well, wouldn't they have asked you to come pick it up? Like, wouldn't they have noticed? And I start thinking, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what they meant. So before we get too far, I think it's important to address the elephant in the room. What's the elephant in the room? The oh. lack of Skylar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and they, how she's doing. They knew that she wasn't going to be here. They knew that her last episode yep. was her last episode. But I think me, you, Skylar, Kyle, pretty much everyone has been flooded with DMs being like, is the yeah. baby here yet? Is baby P here yet? Yeah. So, you know, today is a Q&A episode, so we both asked for questions, and we got a lot about Skylar. So we've been talking to Skylar. She's been doing well. They're in the hospital. Baby P isn't here just yet. Coming in soon, though. Um, but we are going to not kind of say anything else or announce anything ourselves. We're going to let Skylar do that on her own accord. Yeah, it's not really our thing to announce, so I appreciate everyone being really excited. Um, just follow Skylar on Instagram if you want to see whenever she posts. Um about what's going on with her and Kyle and the baby. Um, everything's good. Everything's going well. Yeah. And I will definitely repost whatever she posts and probably post it on the community tab of the podcast yeah. YouTube channel, which is a good time because you always bug me. Subscribe to the podcast YouTube channel. Yes, and I feel like one thing you always miss out is a great way of supporting what Sierra and Skylar are doing. It's a, it's an important metric for them on how they're doing. Um, 
And that's really exciting. And one last thing about Skylar she wanted me to joke about very lightly is that while we're filming this, Skylar is currently in labor. So shout out to Skylar and, you know, her mom things. But that's pretty exciting. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited for that. Anyways, yeah. We've been talking to them a lot. So we're on the same page making sure they're doing good. Yeah. And we're very, very excited for them and to meet our guide baby. Yeah. Little baby Pete. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steven said uh, his name like three times and we kept having to refilm. That's why there was a cut there. Um, but you got through it this time. So yeah. that's great. All right. Um, well, since you just took a sip from your teacup, what you drinking? I am drinking a sweet, sweet Corona light, <laughs> which is only in the fridge because I bought beer for Kyle to celebrate them being at home for one of their last nights before the baby. <laughs> So then, why is it here? Otherwise, I wouldn't buy Corona. I just want to. I just want to. But if you that. bought it for Kyle, why is it here? That's a great question. <laughs> I, I bought a six pack and I brought two over to their house, and I left four here, and I don't like Corona. So, so why did you give them all to Kyle? I should have. I didn't. <laughs> He's a soon-to-be father. I didn't know what the protocol was. So. <laughs> well, I'm drinking a nice Lacroix over some ice. Delicious. Cheers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bing. There we go. That was nice. Um, do you have a hot take prepared? I do, actually. Okay. Do you um, wait? Do you listen to the podcast? I do. Okay. So you know, that's actually one of my questions that I got uh, when I posted on my Instagram. Which, hey, my Instagram, <laughs> I posted today thinking no one would reply, and you know, Kyle, being the great guy he is, sent like twenty questions, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a good guy. <laughs> and I actually got a lot. I was actually very impressed. So. For anyone who doesn't follow me on Instagram, I'd give myself my own plug. Uh, Steve Olito. <laughs> Go ahead. Follow Steven on Instagram. You can yeah. follow me while you're at it. Shameless <laughs> plug. Um, but hot take. Hot take. Okay. So my hot take is, you know, a little backstory. Sierra and I have two small chihuahua looking things. Well, one chihuahua, one chihuahua pug. Um, Bella and Bruiser, mm-hmm. which I think everyone knows by now. And my hot take is that little dogs don't count as real dogs. <laughs> as a person with two little dogs that's as a your person take? with two little dogs i grew up with golden retrievers they were the best dogs in the world those big labradors golden retrievers mm, now that's a real dog uh, i don't i love i love our dogs but they are not a good representation of that wonderful breed i would agree that little dogs aren't like a real dog like a family dog but that's also kind of why i love little dogs yeah. is like when i was growing up we always had chocolate labs and then we had a black lab and, like, I wanted an animal that I could, like, hold and cuddle and would sleep in my bed. And those dogs just would not cooperate. Like, I wanted a dog I could carry around and bring places with me. Those oh, dogs would not cooperate. A golden would love to be carried around. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of why I like little dogs. Yeah. They're so, like a cross between a cat and a dog. Yeah. They're great. I love them. But every time I see, like, a little golden retriever flopping around, I feel Something in my heart speaks to me. Yeah, Stephen's whole thing is that he wants to convince me into getting a golden retriever. And I told him there's zero chance of happening of that happening before we have a kid. So great family dogs. No question. <laughs> but and we also could not get a golden retriever with our dogs. Also, just to be clear, there is no new dog while our dogs are Yeah. Here, no. You know, and some transition of some sort, whatever that is, would be a new dog. <laughs> some transition. <laughs> That's your nice way of saying when our dogs die. <laughs> When the transition happens. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching this documentary on uh, Disney Plus. What's it called? The the dog one? I have no the idea. The dog one? Um, it basically follows... Pick, pick of the litter. Pick of the litter. It follows eight puppy guide dogs on their like training path to become a guide dog. And they call it a career change when they don't end yeah. up 
working out as guide dogs and become pets i feel like that's how you were describing it exactly <laughs> our dogs are getting career changed to being dead <laughs> well that's the thing those dogs like labradors and golden retrievers because they're well, they're just the best breeds but um yeah seeing those guys on the screens and they're like well trained and then seeing our little rascals <laughs> flopping around ah the good memories all right well <laughs> anyways um, that's well, my hot take what's yours oh oh i almost forgot my hot take okay my hot take, and I'm pretty sure you're going to disagree with this, and Skylar would have agreed, so this is a good time for me to do this one so we can banter a little bit, is I think it's beneficial for all children to be exposed to theater in mm. some capacity as they're growing up. And here's why. Performing in theater helps with communication skills, socialization, teamwork. It's re- like all the benefits of other than like well all the benefits that come with playing like a team sport that people always say right except i was gonna say except athleticism but that's not true dance is definitely athletic and musical theater involves dance um there's stage combat there's a lot of different other things yeah um it's really good especially for helping kids come out of their shell i think the instinct is to put really outgoing kids in musical theater which is i think is why my parents put me in it because it was just so loud and had so much energy but I know so many kids and who are now adults who were really shy, really reserved, and their parents put them in theater, and that really helped them with confidence. It helped them to be able to communicate, to create friendships. Um, so I think it's great for, like, all kids. Yeah, no, and, and, you know, the big thing is the so- socialization of it, you know, and that's why sports are so good and things like theater are so good. It's that being around those like-minded people and the socialization through that, that's where the, those really good benefits come from but you don't think it helps with public speaking it does because you're talking a lot anyway so my context not a theater kid not even close to you or skylar or even kyle i'm definitely the the odd one out in that. you're the normie i'm the oh, yikes <laughs> um if anything it was like the theater crowd was like intimidating because they were so just in their own world <laughs> removed from me um but I could, I could see its benefits. But you were still exposed to theater and that your parents took you to our local theater growing up to see all the shows. Yeah. No, I think theater's good, but, you know, I think there's a lot of, like, uh, there's things that are like it that are equally beneficial. But not for, like, necessarily, like, speaking, communication, that kind of thing. I think that specifically comes from theater. Sure. You <laughs> Thank know, you. Yeah. There's other <laughs> things, but I don't care to get into it. <laughs> all right. Um, well, should we get into... So we thought that... While Steven's here co-hosting, um, he's going to be doing a couple episodes. We might have a couple other co-hosts come in as well. Yeah. My older brother, who's actually usually very not into being on camera, was really passionate about wanting to be a guest host with me. Yeah. Um, and specifically to talk about, like, personal finance, you know, kind of establishing yourself in your 20s. He's really into the, is it called the FIRE movement? Financial Independence Retire Early He's like he is convinced that he's gonna retire when he's like. I've never heard of that. You've not heard of that? It's huge on Reddit. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So (laughs) he thinks he's gonna retire at like 30, but um, he was really interested in coming on. I thought it would be cool. He has a lot of really cool experiences to share. So he'll be on in a couple weeks, um, talking to my mom about doing it. Probably bring Kenzie back on. Maybe Carly from behind the camera. But while Steven's here for a couple episodes, we thought it would be fun to just start off with a QA. and yeah. I get so many questions about us and our relationship, what it's like working together, your job, what you do. Yeah. Um, us. I, I got a lot of good questions of people asking what's my take on working with you and, you know, my take on working my full-time job and then 
working with the business here. So a lot of good questions. Yeah. Should we just dive into it? Do you want to go first and we can kind of alternate? Yeah. My first question for you. What? When's the last time we did? Because we usually do the Q&As on the vlogs, yeah. right? So we, but it's been a while. I think it was last Vlogmas. Vlogmas of 2018. So a little over a year ago was the last Q&A we did. Sounds right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But you know what? Actually, before we get into the questions, let's talk a little bit about the sponsor of this podcast, which is... <gasps> Cash App. Cash App. Wow. Oh my gosh. So Cash App is the number one finance app. It is wonderful. We use it all the time, sending money back and forth, going out to dinner with friends. It makes it really easy to uh, send money back and forth to each other. And it also comes with boosts, which are like rewards that you would get with a credit card but all packed into the Cash App debit card. You can get rewards for shopping at your favorite places. We really, really love it. And they're also a great sponsor of the podcast because not only do they support us, but they help us in supporting one of our favorite charities, which is The Trevor Project. They are a fantastic organization that offers resources and crisis intervention to LGBTQ plus youth. Um, we really, really love the work that they're doing. So if you use the code UNFILTERED, and download Cash App from the App Store. They will give you $10 and also donate $10 to the Trevor Project. So download Cash App from the App Store today and use promo code UNFILTERED. Thanks, Cash App. Wow, it's so cool seeing you do that in person. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely team Apple Podcasts, so I see you. I don't see you. Yeah, you just you. listen. Yeah, but I am a subscriber to the channel because that's what any good stand should do. <laughs> But that was that was neat. Good job. Maybe maybe in the next episode you should do the Cash App sponsorship. Switch it up a little bit. I don't want to make Carly edit for two hours of me trying to say a thirty second quip. <laughs> hey, it's sixty <laughs> seconds. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, so I just have a bunch of questions in no order. I don't think we're gonna try to do any order to this. Yeah, I need to pull up my questions. So we'll do the rapid somebody. fire. We'll keep the people on their toes. Keep us on our toes. Let's start with a random one that isn't really important. Okay. <laughs> So someone asked me if I won a hundred million dollars, what would I buy first? And I'll extend that to both of us. Okay. Basically, if money wasn't a question, what's that thing you'd buy that is kind of the stupid purchase? I know what yours is. What? A Tesla. Damn it. <laughs> Steven, okay. We don't need to get into no, too much. No, can I rant about your Tesla? <laughs> oh, because... here's a hot take. Okay. So a year ago, Steven was ready to get a new car. He had had his same car since high school, his Mustang. I was totally on board with getting him a new car. He did a ton of research, as Stephen does, and he was like, I've decided the best car for me is the Prius. And I was like, okay. Prius Prime. The Prius Prime. And before this, he had talked a lot about wanting a Tesla. And I was like, are you sure you don't want a Tesla? Because if you really want a Tesla, it's not going to be as easy, but we can make it happen. And that's better than five, ten years down the line, you being like, I want a Tesla. He says, no, I'm 100% certain I want the Prius Prime. Maybe three months go by. Oh, come on. Give me... Okay, six months. Give me almost a year. It hasn't even been a year since you bought the car. We're literally days away. Okay, but it has not been a year. <laughs> uh, like, maybe six months ago, Steven starts talking about how he wants a Tesla. Like, I want a Tesla. Tesla's my dream car. I'm like, you literally just bought a brand new car and said that you had the option to get a Tesla. And you didn't. And now, I'm annoyed. Well, you know, if I did it all over again, I still wouldn't get it. That's that's not the smart purchase. I am holding off. I chose my good economical, good hybrid of everything that I needed. It's a plug-in hybrid. So I'm almost full electric, but I don't know. It's my dumb purchase, but... 
I would agree. Being if, strategic in our fantasies, it wasn't it wasn't in the cards, and it's still not in the cards. But. If we had a hundred million dollars, get the Tesla. Oh, please, don't I care. But like you talking now about like, oh, you know, we could sell the Prius and get a Tesla, <laughs> and like, it, actually, we wouldn't really be losing money because of the rebates back and the California this and that. I've never said that, but something along those lines. <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> Trust me, the math doesn't work. All right, what? So, do you want to answer your question? Yes. If I had $100 million, I would buy the Tesla. And if I had $100 million, I would buy Stephen a Tesla so I could just stop <laughs> hearing him talk about it. Anyways, um, <laughs> I guess so, so we're saying questions for ourselves almost kind of thing. No, for both of us. Okay. <laughs> All your questions are for you. Well, think about it. I asked for questions and people asked me questions. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, let me find one. Oh, a lot of people are asking how we met. We've talked about it before but it was a long time ago so basically Steven and I had a mutual friend and that mutual friend was at Disneyland with Steven and I was at Disneyland with a guy I was dating at the time and Steven had recognized me through her Facebook photos this is like long before YouTube or anything and he saw me walk by and was like oh isn't that your friend Sierra she ran up to me the four of us hung out that day Six months down the line, that relationship with me and that guy doesn't work out. Steven slides into my Facebook DMs. We go on a date, and uh, the rest is history. I just summarize it as that we met at Disneyland. Yeah, that sounds more romantic than it, it was, It sounds though. fantastic, and I it's know. a great executive summary. So we met at Disneyland. It was really <laughs> cute, and we weren't on dates with other people. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find some, like... Not serious ones, but... Here, I have one. Ooh. Um, someone said, is it ever difficult to mix your engineering life with social media and your YouTuber life? Okay, so maybe just, yeah. My day job and then coming home to you and, yeah. like, my part of the business here and everything. Well, so... I think specifically, like, engineering is a very, very different world than YouTube. Yeah, and this is this could really be a mega question, right? Because I got a lot of questions about what do I do to my day job? Yeah, so why don't you start with What do I do for that? the business? And then, like, how do I intermingle the two and how do I handle that kind of lifestyle? Sure. Why don't you start with that? That's a big question. <laughs> okay. All right. What do Let, you do? Let's break it up into pieces. So what do I do? My day job. Yeah. My not zero job. Steven does not work for the channel full time. No. Um, so I am a software engineer. I graduated with a bachelor's of science degree in computer engineering. Um, I... I work for a telecommunications company, and I kind of focus on the embedded networking side of things. Um, and I'm also really passionate about how can we test those things in an automated fashion. Okay. <laughs> that's the spiel. Um, that's as much as much depth as I care getting into it. Um, but I sit at a desk, and I write lines of code, and a computer runs said code. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's my day job. Uh, it's my 9 to 5, 40 hours a week. Um and then for Sierra, so Sierra Schultz Incorporated. Um, so we incorporated this past year, and that's really when I started to get more involved as there was more, right? When it first started, Sierra was a one-man show. She occasionally needed help. I'd come in help film when we couldn't get someone else to film. Um, I edited a few vlogs, which is, like, hard to imagine. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot um, about that. You know, just pip- chipping in where I could and then kind of just staying out of your way, really. Uh, things weren't too complicated, so you managed it all. About a year ago, things started changing very quickly, where things were getting out of your, A, out of your time, and B, just you were no longer capable of kind of addressing some of these other things without 
selling yourself to that side of the business. Right. It, it got to the point where there was Sierra Schultze, the channel, social media, things outside of that that are creative and that I really love to do. And that's why I started YouTube. But then as that grew, there also had to be this business side that grew and scaled with it. And A, I didn't have the time to manage both. And B, I'm really equipped for the creative side yeah. and the video side and, and all of that. And I'm not really equipped as much you know, to know how to incorporate or start a 401k. Yeah, exactly. Or... And I'm opposite. I'm not as, I'm not equipped for the creative side. I, I think creative, creative big picture stuff I can help with, but it's kind of the video kind of creative stuff. I'm not useful and I just almost don't enjoy it as much. Um, so that's why I kind of stayed away. But now that there's, I'm really passionate about the business side of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, once we incorporated working with our finance team, and just all of that pipeline, that stuff I really enjoy doing. Um, that's kind of the picture I feel. So, And a lot of the YouTube friends that I have have a business manager. So they have someone that they hired to essentially do what Steven does. And we opted to, when my channel got to that point, instead of hiring a business manager, Steven was like, hey, I would really like to do this. I you know, feel really comfortable with this. How many hours a week would you say you work on the channel? Uh, I mean, so it's really... So right now it's tax season. It's been, you know, we've been working on taxes for a couple, almost a couple months now. So that is obviously a very busy time for me. Um, we have a finance team. We have you know tax lawyers we work with. So just going through that pipeline this time of the year is my busy time of the year. You know, it was busy when we incorporated, going through all that stuff and working with the lawyers on documentation. And so right now, like this week, last week. Right now, I mean, so even when I'm busy, I'm not doing much more than like 10, 15 hours of okay. that. Okay. Um, but that's still a decent amount. And, you know, it's coming home on the evenings. It's kind of, you know, I got to sit down and pull out Quicken or something and start doing taxes or start going through past year annuals and stuff. So, yeah, he does all the boring stuff and I appreciate that. Yeah. And I like it because I like the technicalities of it. And, you know, as an engineer working in a large corporation, it gives me a lot of perspective on how things are done, um, how taxes work for corporations and all those different things. So. It's given me, I, I enjoy doing that because as an engineer, I don't necessarily see that part of the company I work at, but then here I see all of it and it's very, it's a very interesting perception and it makes me appreciate things that work a bit more. Okay. And then third part of that kind of question in that realm, what's it like for you on a personal level, having like your life online, like you've had a couple instances at work where people will, you know, know, be familiar with my channel or have seen your vlogs, that kind of thing. And then, you know, having that work persona and having the online Steven. Yeah. And it's kind of a bundle. Someone asked me um, if people at work know what I do. Yeah. Um, so the question is, yeah, I think people are aware. Um, it's a very, there's there's a nice clean line drawn between it, um, especially since I'm not on screen for a lot of these bigger videos. Yeah. You're you know, rarely on the main channel. No. And that's, you know, that's strategic on my part just from how I put myself out there. Um, the vlogs are fun. I really warmed up to those. I That's just us kind of exploring life, and that's fun for me to show and document. Um, I've really learned to appreciate those and what that's doing. The big channel videos, those high production videos, I, I'm i just not part of those, so typically. Yeah. Um, which is where a lot of eyes are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, an, it's an interesting mix. It's a good, healthy mix. Um, you know, I make sure I'm always respectful of my the business I work for, and I make sure I'm respectful for the business I work for at home. So, yeah, keeping those things split in an appropriate way, but also a fulfilling way. So, 
Okay, do you have another question? Or do you want me to do one? Oh, gosh. Was that mine or yours? <laughs> that was mine. But I have another one. Um, mm. Someone said, what was the biggest adjustment for Steven when Sierra decided to commit to YouTube full-time? Um, well, so the biggest adjustment, the scariest adjustment, was the lack of committed monthly money from you. Yeah. Cause, like the guaranteed, right? So I, I went full-time on YouTube after we got married. I was still teaching voice. Yes. So I taught voice lessons. And that was like... I had had two jobs and then I stopped the first job and then I was just teaching voice. So I was able to balance YouTube voice and school. Um, and so since Steven and I, we had combined our finances, I had like a minimum monthly amount that I would contribute to the budget every month. And my voice lessons job covered that. So then YouTube was just extra. And when I decided to stop doing teaching voice, that meant that YouTube had to hit that threshold. Yeah. And, you know, I think a big picture is I'm very, I don't want to say conservative, but very like reserved in my financial decisions. Um, you're very, I'm very ve cautious. You're very cautious with budget stuff and financials. And I think that's why our relationship works out so well, because that's <laughs> something I really struggle with. I'm very spontaneous. And well, yeah, no, it's it's especially now that this is a business, it's understanding how those pieces play together. But mm -hmm. at that time, it was. And it's even still today, I, I make sure we're never too reliant on the social media space and any income we get from that, um, just from the inherent risk of it. So th that was the big thing when you decided to go full time is like we we're going all in on this. But it wasn't all in because you still had thing. your job. No, no, It no. would have been all in if you had quit. Correct. That's all. That's all in. That's all in. <laughs> We were going Sierra in. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't making all that much to you begin with. You weren't. It was, it was, you were doing enough to come to justify it by all means. Yeah. Um, but it was still a little risky. It's like, Oh, you know, what's going to happen next month and month to month. So it was interesting. Um, definitely well worth our time and investment in that. So yeah. that was the best decision we ever made is putting you on as full time. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a question? I have lots of questions. Great. Um, okay. Speaking of YouTube and that time of our lives, uh, my good friend here, Carson, asked oh, a question. This is Steven's, like, best, best friend from growing up. Yeah. He's he's a little Jim. Um, Wait. Carson started a YouTube channel. We should shout out Carson's YouTube channel. <laughs> Go, You guys, I'm going to link Steven's friend Carson's channel in the description because Carson started a YouTube channel and he did, like, a 14-day vlogging challenge. And I was liking all the videos and clapping for him so linking carson's channel in the description go ahead with carson's right. question yeah I, I would say of the circle around us he's the most genuine effort of trying this thing out right yeah. now so oh yeah i think he would get a kick out of getting uh, another five subscribers or more yeah <laughs> so, um so anyways on that note carson asked uh, would love advice on a new youtuber trying to grow like the zero to a hundred hundred to a thousand so i know you you and skylar have had really good discussions on growing your channel and like but those kind of discussions are always kind of higher up, like kind of we're on a channel now that's fairly successful-ish. Right. And what direction do we go with that? This is the, how do I go from 10 subscribers to 100 subscribers? Because that's the hustle. And I remember you. That was the grind. That was the, I would say zero to a thousand was the hardest. Yeah. Absolutely the hardest. And I know I was not part of that, but I remember observing you and like just going out like, tweeting people your video like hey check this out and, you know and this really cool hustle and you know you did that for like a couple months and then well here we are so here's my biggest piece of advice for starting a youtube channel literally from scratch trying to gain 
your first, let's say, 100 subscribers. Consistency is so important. The vast majority of people who start a YouTube channel maybe post a couple videos, then they wait a couple more months, then they post another couple. Be consistent. Second, accept that your first couple videos are probably not going to be what you want them to be. Yeah. Like it's, it's not going to be perfect. And I remember even making my videos and, and not being perfectly happy with it, but being like, yeah, this is pretty good. I'm pretty happy with this. I look back at those and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. But that means that I've grown and that means that I've, you know, become better. So I think you have to accept that you're not going to be perfect at first and don't wait until you are perfect to post it because, yeah. and another thing is this is kind of with that advice, but also separate you don't want your first video to go viral. If you post your first video and it goes viral, you don't have a footing. You don't know what you want to do. You haven't figured out what your channel is going to be. And also you don't have a library of content for people who now have found your channel to go and watch. Um, Yeah. My big thing as a a sideline observer to this space, um, you can't be making the videos for like views. Like that can't be the goal. No. Because you're going to get... You'll get burnt Good chances are... You're going to get disappointed very quickly. And by the third video, you're going to give up. Um, you know, and that's what you did. You kind of went day one like, oh, this is going to be my job. It's like, oh, ha ha, ha ha, honey. Like, okay. And, you know, you didn't do it for the views necessarily. The views are, are always a metric that were always important. No means. But like, it was, it was always the grander idea. It was the pushing towards the, this is my, this is what I'm going to do. And I think for me, it was really... I think what really inspired me was as soon as I found a community, like I, I felt like I had this deeper reason to make content. And I think that's a big thing is they talk about this at every entrepreneurship summit, every YouTube conference, what's your why? And your why can't just be because I like to make videos or because I want to be famous or because I want lots of subscribers. Like you have to have a why. So they call it your channel mission statement. My channel mission statement is, um, to inspire women of all sizes and ages to be confident and love their body. That's my channel mission statement. That, to me, informs why I make videos. So if I make a video that maybe isn't going to get the most views, but is really true to that mission statement, I want to make that video. Because I, if I really believe that that video is going to help inspire women to love their body... I know that video is worth putting time and money and resources into, even if half the people that normally see a video are going to see it. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's like one of the most like proud things I get to see you because I know you're a firm believer in that. And it's really awesome because so completely opposite side of the world. I'm a technical on the technical side. So I do a lot of recruiting and that's one of the things that we always look for when we recruit is like some passion behind what you're doing. Cause otherwise at the end of the day, the stuff we're doing is hard. It's challenging and you get burnt out. Same applied to YouTube. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're looking for people who have that extra bit of passion to kind of push them through those challenges. And it's that, that's like our number one thing we look for when we recruit for those kind of things. So that's really cool. Yeah. So I'd say figure out your why. Yeah. Be very consistent. I would say at least a video a week, even if it's not perfect and not everything you want it to be. And um, learn as much as you can. There are so many free resources online. So many people make videos about how to edit and, you know, how to, you know, ideally write titles and tags and descriptions and how to add different images to your videos and make thumbnails and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. All right. You do you, Carson. And uh, we enjoyed your ukulele video. Yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what might be cool? If any of you guys who are listening have small YouTube channels, Comment down below 
and maybe we can start a little train of other people who have YouTube channels supporting each other and I'll go through the comments and I'll watch a bunch of as many of the videos as I can as many of the channels as I can that yeah. could be really cool. That's uh yeah. We'll uh we'll get Kyle since he's our guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle's a little busy. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'll step in and do it. So I will start a comment thread about the YouTube hustle and uh, those of us who are hustling. If you have a channel, um, comment your channel mission statement. Your channel why? Why do you make videos? Why do you want to make videos? What kind of videos do you make? Um, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, and hey, comment on other people's and. Let's all let's all uh, support each other. Let's get the bit. train going. Shoot, yeah. shoot. Um, we talked. A, you were kind of touching on like channel mission statements and my channel mission statement, which made me think of one of the questions I saw, which was, "What was Steve, what is Stephen's view on body positivity?" Oh, I got some about that too. Really? Like, like especially what is my view on body positivity and males? Okay. Which and then we actually talked about this a little bit earlier today too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting question. So you know, to back up. What is my view on this, like what you do, body positivity, body positivity on males? And I think for me, the big thing is that I don't know, growing up, this was obviously not a thing I was worried about. It wasn't a thing that was you know, speaking for most guys, because it's definitely not all guys, but it just was not a thing in my world that I had to concern myself with. With body image, you mean? Body image, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I did have issues where I felt like growing up, I was really skinny and I really wanted to like gain weight. So I kind of would looking back on it, it's like oh yeah that's does there's like kind of those body image things which i just you know i'd be like oh what's the most calories on this menu that i can eat and <laughs> which is the opposite of most women yeah so i was just like i wanted to get bigger and you know gain weight so that was a big thing is just eat, eat, eat um which is interesting because that's some body image stuff but the big thing is seeing you seeing you open up about your journey is like a insane for me because it's like holy cow like you you guys deal with these kind of problems and <laughs> I'll never forget we were at Disneyland and this girl who had to be no older than 16 like came up to you and started crying and was saying like I hated myself my I hated my body and then like you've changed so much and those kind of things and just seeing that happen all the time is so scary and eye daunting to me on how this all this stuff's going on that like I would have never known about kind of thing you know it's not in my my circle so that's been very interesting and you know, I think it's a very respectful kind of position I choose to sit in and just sit back and listen to all these things and hear these what's going on and do what little I can to kind of try to help change things. And that right now is the most I can help is just give you a platform and make sure that you continue to have your platform that you can continue to stand on and speak about. So, yeah, I'm sure there's much more to go, but that's kind of a... That's so interesting because you... I think a big thing with women especially is a lot of the times they think that men are are looking at them and judging them and thinking all these things. But you at least, I mean, you're a very non-judgmental person already, but you had, it had never even crossed your mind. Like, why would women be insecure about that? Yeah, no, and it's, it's interesting, you know, it's very interesting. There'll be days where, and like, I remember... Cause I've even you caught me in some things where you're like, oh, you're putting on makeup. I'm like, oh, don't put on makeup. You look fine. And you're like, well, I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like <laughs> it is. It's a lot of interesting things that are just so just biased and with everything. Yeah. Have you noticed any? Have you noticed any changes in me in the way that I interact since I kind of started this body positive journey? Because when we met, I was probably in the worst headspace ever for like my body image. 
Um, that's an interesting question. I would almost answer no because like those are things I don't even pick up on. Like, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> that's the definition of how non-perceptive you are. Yeah, no. Sierra can get her hair dyed purple, and I probably wouldn't notice. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't think so. First, you said you wouldn't. You would say no. You hadn't noticed anything. If you ask me, like, right now and want me to answer right now, I'd say, yeah, I probably don't notice anything. If I sat down, I'm sure I could come up with things. But, like, I think your just general happiness and everything is, like, at an all-time great record. Um, yeah. You've been doing really well, you know, everything. Yeah. I even think about how, like, I remember when we were dating, if we were, like, cuddling, I'd be like, don't touch my stomach. See, don't, I don't... Don't touch my... I'd like, I, I hate my thighs. Don't touch... Don't look at my thighs. Like I was, I was so insecure, but that's also when I was like in the deep phase of my face tuning. Did you ever notice my face tuning? Cause I've talked a lot about how I used to face tune the crap out of my photos. Like, did you ever look at a photo and you're like, why is that door frame bent? Because we went through like all those YouTube videos where you did go back and look at things. Before yes. that, before that, like just cause when we were, I used to face tune photos of me with you. I mean, there may have been one. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care to say it right now. <laughs> I'm not falling for that trick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do All you right. have another question? Yes. Um, <laughs> ooh, this one's kind of juicy. <laughs> I almost wouldn't say it's so juicy. No, uh, this is one from the good friend Kyle. Oh, hey, my God. Shout out to Kyle at the hospital right now. Um, hanging out with Skylar. Um, so he asked me actually a good question. I posted one on my in- Instagram. He asked me about... Well, yeah. If you didn't Not, see my Instagram, then you don't know about it. I was, Stephen was like, "We'll just oh, move on. We'll move on." Oh, I posted on my story asking for questions. I was like, "Oh, cool." He's like, "I did like a little preview of a couple of them, and I click on it. And it's from Kyle. It's like, did you poop this morning?" <laughs> yeah, Kyle did great. He sent me a bunch in case I didn't right, get any. So this one from Kyle. So Kyle asked me, uh, "Do you think you will ever go fully vegetarian?" Ooh, that is a good he, question, right? So you are the one carnivore in our friend group. Yes, I am the. Yes. <laughs> and I get so many questions about this too of like how do you navigate you know you being vegetarian and Stephen not so you have the floor sir let me sip my corona <laughs> from a teacup <laughs> no I didn't need that at all um no so Sierra and I this has never been an issue for us yeah I'm always surprised at how many people ask like how could you possibly navigate that and I'm like I don't really think it comes up and I'm sorry, I'm talking over you and everyone's going to say that in the comments. But <laughs> I think the main reason because of that is because you're so respectful. Um, I think if you were someone who was like, I need bacon every meal, America steaks, that would be like yeah, so- a little different. But like you're you're fine with most of the meals we cook at home just not having meat. You eat meat at work. You eat meat when you go out to eat. I'm fine with you having like turkey in the drawer in the fridge. Yeah, no, so it starts with respect. That's just general relationship stuff, um, you know. And then we have, so A, respect, respecting each other's decisions and stuff like that. That's not something that we necessarily need to be on the same page about. I think it's really important for me, too, to not ever try to pressure you into being a vegetarian. Right. And that should be your choice. Yeah, and then another thing is that we've done a really good job of explaining why we choose to go those ways um, in a good way you know mature way of approaching those things and i I, we've had such discussions we don't feel like we need to kind of bring them back up every once in a while so we are very comfortable with that um very respectful so and another thing is i don't necessarily need 
meat in all my diet or all my meals. So at home, we are 99% vegetarian unless I bring something home, um, which is fine when that does happen. Uh, maybe I won't ask you to order me chicken legs and thighs <laughs> for me at El Pollo again, but, you know, <laughs> things like that, little things. But But yeah. the question, do you think you'll ever go vegetarian? Um, I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think so. Interesting. Why? Well, you know, and that's following. We'll see where society takes us. If, yeah. If we start becoming more vegetarian diet society, I'll probably just be there right for the ride. Um, <laughs> yeah, right now that's not the case, so I don't find myself there yet. Do you ever think it's hard being married to someone who's vegetarian when you're not? Um, no, you're very respectful of how we kind of approach those things. So, no, it's never been a worry or a thought of mine. The only thing I don't like is Stephen has this one, like, one of his, like, lazy meals is, like, one of those just, like, microwave dinners. And he has this one that's, like, a beef thing. And it smells so strong. Like, literally, if he makes it in the microwave, I can smell it from, like, the bedroom. It's that one. I think it's, like, a Marie Callender's one. You've made it, like, three times. I'm pretty sure I... Ah, the sweet, sweet meatloaf. Yes, the meatloaf. <laughs> that's the one. Like, anything else, don't care. That just... And it's not even the fact that it's meat. It just smells. Well, that's just trashy. Did I complain about dinners. that enough that you'll never do it again? <laughs> well, those are just cheap TV But you have other smell. cheap TV dinners that don't smell that bad. No. It's that one in particular that I hate. Someone said, um, what religion are you guys? So we are non-denominational Christians. We go to a non-denominational Christian church. I, I also got a lot of questions about, like, does faith play a big part in your relationship? And I think it does, because I think us, you know, sharing the same yeah. faith and and that is a big keystone of our relationship. Um, and I, I also made a video a long time ago about, like, why I don't talk about my religion. And I think it comes up more on the podcast because those are, like, longer form conversations. And it's, like, it is such a big part of my personal life and of our, yeah. our relationship. But I think just, like, my content online doesn't really, like, it, it's not really related to religion and also, like, we're non-denominational uh, non Christians, and we go to a very progressive church. Yeah. And I don't think I... I think a big thing for me is, like, I believe what I believe. Stephen believes what he believes. But we never want to come off as pushy. Yeah. Um, I think religion has been such a great thing in, in our lives and in our marriage. Um, but I'm sure other people who believe other things would say the same thing about their religion. So I don't think that... Yeah, I, I I think a big thing for me is I never want to come across as like my way or the highway. I am so mm -hmm. much holier than thou, and so I'm I'm always like even now I'm like nervous talking about it. Such like a touchy subject. Yeah, and then you know even another layer to that is just us going on a journey together, and those things like that um, are really important. And not to bring it away from religion, but one of the other <laughs> please do one of, <laughs> one, of the, one of the questions I got was. Does working with Sierra make your relationship stronger? If so, how? So, right, so we're co-workers, I guess. <laughs> Actually, I'm your boss. <laughs> <laughs> True dad. Yeah, so it's it's been really good. It's, you know, I, I would say, I would strictly say our relationship has gotten so much stronger because of our YouTube journey and now running this business. Um, it's, it's made me trust you a lot with really big things. Yeah. Because I think I'm a very... I don't want to say controlling person but I'm a control freak I like to feel like I'm in control it's difficult for me to it was for a while difficult for me to delegate tasks to anyone 
And there are so many huge things that you did that I had no part in that I was like, oh, wow, Steven did better than I could have. Yeah. So it, it makes me trust you more. What about you? Oh, yeah. It's been incredible. Why? It's just, A, it's forced us to mature yeah. in various ways very quickly. It's it's very fulfilling, um, very purposeful. And then just being YouTube, right? Just people. Like, there was some questions about what's it like being... I don't want to say a word, but like word? popular on YouTube. Oh, insta-famous? Lots, lots of people. Um, <laughs> the people asking me if I get spotted on the street, which does happen and is terrifying when I'm alone. <laughs> um, I've had it happen in kind of workish settings of people being like, oh, you're Steven. Your wife's Sierra. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, someone was asking, what are the struggles of that YouTube stuff? Having my wife... You know, misses over a million subscribers here now. What does that mean? What are the struggles associated with that? So I feel like there's some things to say about that. Um, say the things. Well, things we both agree on, I hope. Uh, like one is, it's interesting, like when we're at Disneyland, we can't, we're like, we'll walk around. And then it's interesting that we're kind of being watched sometimes. You know, like we'll see a video of us walking around. And it's like, oh, you know, and usually we're in line and we can bicker about, oh, let's get that. And we're like, no, 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 we should get that. And then it's, if it gets a little heated for as things happen in a good old married life. Um, I think Steven's talking about one specific time. We were on the train going into Toontown. We're, it was a little... This wasn't one specific thing, but this oh, is a great example. That. So we're like sitting on the little train. <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock at night. We like bicker a little bit, like nothing big, but just like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. and then I'm like playing on my phone, whatever. And then we get up to get off and I check my DMs and a girl's like, I was sitting behind you on the June 10 train, but I was too nervous to say hi. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. This girl just heard me bicker with my husband for like 10 minutes <laughs> and that's like a very normal thing no it, to bicker. Like, it was a dumb thing and it was but then that girl her one memory of one time i saw sierra schultz at disneyland and she was telling her husband that well, well like steven was being a brat because sierra didn't want to get it like a donut or something right <laughs> and i wanted it <laughs> so i think that's i think that's it it's an inter- it's not a struggle it's an interesting part um it's one of those things that we have to be more careful about is how we are when we're out and about but also that's like real it so is real. i i don't feel the need to have this like perfect persona all the time i'm very open with the fact that we bicker sometimes and yeah. very open with the fact that you know i'm not a perfect person and and that's fine and and sometimes my colors don't match my clothes <laughs> you know who might have complained <laughs> i was talking to my editor rachel and she was like do you feel like you always have to get done up when you like go to Target or go to the grocery store? Because I feel like I would if I were you. And I was like, honestly, no. <laughs> like I'm fully comfortable with people. If someone sees me at Target and I'm not wearing a bra and in my pajamas and my, I don't have makeup and my hair, like my hair done, that's how I show myself in the vlogs. That's how I show myself like on my Instagram stories. So people know that's what I look like a lot of the time. Yeah, so I'm fine exactly. with that. Yeah. Um, on... I'm very unfiltered. Oh, wow. Plug on the podcast name. Um, different topic. Okay. Keep people uh, slightly interested here as we're approaching the hour mark. Oh, if you listen quietly, there's our two not real dogs letting their presence be known. <laughs> Anyways, um, we'll just pretend to ignore them. Um, do either of you worry that things will get boring because you married, got married young? No. No. And that that's that was just one random question I pulled Wait, out. Wait, do you? No. Oh. 
But there's a lot of questions about getting married young, and I always forget, like, that's what we are. We well, got married young. Are um, we still... We got married young. Would you still count us as young and married? Because sure. I'm now 24. You're about to be 27 yeah, we're, we're, next we're week. We're still babies in the world. Um, but yes, and I, it makes me think about... I can't imagine going through this journey of YouTube and everything not married. It yeah. would have been... Right? There was times where we really had to trust each other. There's times where we had to really rely on one another and... Just going into that married was, I would not want to do it any other way personally. Yeah. Um, it was good. I think we, like, we both had healthy reservations before we got married. Yeah. Of, you know, you always have those moments of, is this the right thing? You know, we are young. Should we wait a little bit? Is there any reason to, you know, get married now? And I will say, since the day we got married, I have not had a single day where I'm like, we shouldn't have gotten married when we did. Like, I'm so glad that we did. Yeah. I'm so happy with where we are. And, like, our relationship is so strong. And I don't doubt that it could have been that strong if we weren't married right now. But I've never once had a regret about that. I think, I think, I don't think it'll ever get boring. Yeah. I, uh, my executive summary is, that's the word of the day. Executive what? summary. <laughs> my executive summary is that, uh, it's pretty dope. Uh, high five. <laughs> <laughs> um that's our second high five of the podcast is that an issue it is an issue <laughs> man so i honestly we have enough questions to go for hours here i know let's do a couple more all right i have a good one to end on well um, i don't want to end yet it's only skylar and i usually go for like two hours well yeah it's getting late and also we can get a text from the sweet girl herself any minute now well if we do then we'll get up and leave this podcast but we do not have that text yet <laughs> all right you're right you're right um Boop, 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 boop. Someone asked me, how did I ask Skylar out? <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone thinks I'm married to Kyle and you're married to Skylar. Oh, what? I'm I'm sure there's people out there that think that. So, Stephen, yeah, how did you ask Skylar out? Tell me. When I pulled up, uh, she told the story on the vlog of our first time meeting. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. She talked so much trash about me. <laughs> it was terrible. That's the worst part about listening um is that i can't talk back to you guys you guys would be like <laughs> that's what the comments are for steven you guys are like oh like how does this work i'm like oh this is how it works then or like, you comment like wow cantaloupe sucks like no you guys are just wrong <laughs> <laughs> so um a lot of questions about trying to conceive kids yes and like my perception that. on that because i guess you've been very vocal obviously about your viewpoints on things yeah so how has it been for you since you know we when we got married we both had had that conversation that we knew we both wanted to have kids yep you know and it was it was important for me i didn't want to get have, i didn't want to jump into that right after getting married i wanted to wait a little, little bit um here we are after that little bit two um, and a half years later yeah so you know approaching three years of marriage um i will soon to be 27 so that was just important things for me to kind of push away i wanted to invest a lot of time in my career which now i feel good and fulfilled in that and i'm kind of ready for the next thing um so very excited for kids. Uh, very excited for this journey. Um, obviously, watching you and your sister sister thing, <laughs> which we didn't do an update, but I guess we won't do it since Skylar can't do the bump date. Okay. Which there still well, is a bump. If there are any big updates for sister sister time, I will give them in the podcast. But I I'll probably wait to bring it back as like a full on segment until Skylar gets back. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially while we wait for her. And also, I was kind of running out of things to update because, like, how much can you update? It's like, <laughs> I got my period. I didn't get my period. Like, I started like, this medication. Like, yeah. I, I kind of got to a good point with it, so. Yeah, I didn't cycle this month. I did cycle. So, yeah. that's been, you know, it's been really f- interesting to go on that journey. Um, how did you feel when I got the PCOS diagnosis? When you got the diagnosis, I did not understand what it was. I knew... I was more in a take care of you mode of reassuring you that everything was going to be all right. And there was times when I didn't know if things were going to be all right. So after our, after those doctor visits, I appreciated those a lot. It was nice hearing medical professionals walk us through the roadmap and, you know, our, that OB we had met with, she gave us a great roadmap of what to expect, instilled a lot of confidence in me that there will be resolutions one day. Um, after the doctor visits, I was in a much better place. Um, you know, I'm seeing the medicine. We're getting some cycles back. We're still missing some, but it's been really interesting watching that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't have too much of a say on it. It's just making sure you're okay and you're always in a good headspace about it. And how do you feel about, like, having kids, being a dad? Like, is that something you always wanted? Yeah. I Yeah. I've always been excited for kids. I did want to wait for a little bit, and I did want to invest time into like my career, making sure that got started on the right path. And I think that's also where our age gap helps. Yes, I needed I needed <laughs> you more needed time. more time than I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I would never say I was baby crazy, and that was hard to convey at first when we had those conversations. Was you wanted a baby? I I wanted a baby, but not just now, and that didn't mean I didn't want a baby. Like that was a once we got past that, you know. I was, feel like a. Maybe a month ago was the first time I ever saw, like, baby craziness in you. I wouldn't call it baby crazy. I had been really bad about wearing my Ava bracelet. And Stephen goes, wear your Ava bracelet. I want a baby. <laughs> and that was the first time I had ever heard you get kind of like. No, yeah, because we missed your cycle and you didn't know what was going on. I know. So I was like, wear your bracelet, girl. <laughs> I think, do you think. And, being... and I had a baby dream that was kind of creepy, but it was a sign that. <laughs> do you think being around Kenzie and Harlan has helped? Probably the single biggest thing that helped. Really? I get all giddy when I get to play with little Harlan. Um, Yeah. Mm, She's a fun little baby. So a couple questions about like, you know, because we are trying to conceive. Do either of us want like a boy or a girl? And also how many kids do we want? So do you have a preference? on? Well, we're crossing our fingers for one. Let's start simple. (laughs) Well-defined parameters. (laughs) Um, Hope for one. And gender means nothing to me personally. I I think I can speak for you in the same. Um, mm-hmm. I have zero preference on the sex of the baby. Yeah, you know, zero. whatever happens, happens. Um, but right now we're crossing our fingers for one and we'll kind of see what comes out of that. It's funny. Whenever I think about, you know, having a kid in the future and like I'm, I start thinking about if we had a boy, then I'm like, oh, man, I really want a boy. And then I start thinking about if we had a girl and then I'm like, I really want a girl. And I think that is just that I really want a baby. <laughs> yeah. No, we're and someone asked me, which is actually a really good way of wording it was if um i forgot how the word did <laughs> but it's a really good way but something about does um like trying so hard does that take away or belittle the actual act of getting pregnant do you mean the act that gets you pregnant or like the process the process okay. is, isn't like so is when it... you say the act of getting pregnant that signifies right so I, I think the big level question is like the waking up one morning like ooh, i'm pregnant is that more special versus the Let's take a methodical, well-orchestrated approach and then, like, taking the test every day and doing this and that. Does that kind of take away from the magic? I think it can, and I think that's an important thing to pinpoint. Um, it's making sure that the time is right for that kind of behavior, and that's kind of what, yeah, 
I think that's an important. Do you thing. think it has for us? Yeah. No. We years ago. Wait. Before yeah we, or no? You said yeah. No. It, it worked for us. So you <laughs> like don't before we think got married. Got myth- we, okay. You before don't. Before we got married, we were clearly after some figuring out what we want our next couple of years to be. We came up with a good plan yeah. and that you know and then once we got here and then then especially once we got the pcos thing that's when we had to be more serious because if we wanted to do this we would have to be more on top of it yeah we couldn't we i mean we could but if we wanted to have a baby as soon as possible we couldn't just take the casual approach right and it was never a baby as soon as possible that was not our philosophy <laughs> <was> for me <laughs> Maybe not for you. It was, let's be casual and just do the things we can do. And uh... Well, even like when we went to that first visit, the OB was like, well, if you're not pregnant in six to 12 months, then you can try Clomid. And I was like, okay, so Clomid in six months. And Stephen's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She said six to 12. We can take it easy. Try a little longer. Yeah, because I know in a different life, Sierra could have just been, oh, we've been trying for six months already. Like, no. <laughs> Give me Clomid. No. <laughs> um, how many kids do you want? So like I said, one. Start with one focus and i i think we're both on the same page that we definitely want more than one yes well but that's we're not on the same page with exactly how many i'm making i'm wording things so that we're on the same page (laughs) (laughs) more than two more than three we're different opinions yes sierra is giddy um i and my i'm fully aware that my opinion will probably change after we have our first kid and i like fully accept that but if you ask me right now i'd be like as many as possible. Six, seven, eight, thirty-two. Like, I'll take it. No, see, that's that's why I'm here. Because I know that's not how you feel. That is how I feel. That's how you want to feel. That is how I feel. <laughs> um, Can yeah. you just picture me with, like, a big big mom van driving all the kids around? One day we may be a happy family of three or four kids. Or th- 34. That will be... We could a... be, like, 19 kids and counting. Yeah, wow. We could dream about that all we want, huh? <laughs> Except for, like, the... And I'm not going to say anything else. Yep, that's a great <laughs> time to not get any deeper on that. Um, okay, do you want to do one more question each? <laughs> yeah, you go, because I'll just end with Wait, my Wait, but I one. need to find one. Ah, I want to scroll to the bottom so that all the people who ask questions later don't get punished and not have any questions answered. Okay, this isn't going to be my last question, but very briefly. Someone said, can you show your Stardew Valley farm? It's called CeCeTopia. That's what I named it because my nickname is CeCe. And would you guys want a vlog of a CeCeTopia day in the life? I feed my chickens. I turn my eggs into mayonnaise. I go fishing. I go to the mines. I, uh, I have a wife. <laughs> uh, I'm so proud. <laughs> Let me know down in the comments. So speaking of a day in the life, um, someone asked me, like someone wanted to know what my day is okay i refuse to believe that's is that your last question no well that's one of my last questions (laughs) okay i refuse to believe that that's actually an interesting question or there's actually interesting information to give on that i think there is i think everyone's life is a little interesting yeah anyways if you uh, are intrigued maybe we can uh we'll see how much interest there are in the comments um and then yeah we can see how far we want to go down that road Oh, wait, did I post on the community tab? I totally did, and I haven't had any questions from there, so let me do the community tab ones. There's 45 questions on the community tab, and I haven't done any of them. 45 beautiful people. Oh, okay, we already answered this one. Someone said they would love to know what you think about my PCOS diagnosis, if you understand it, da-da-da-da. You already answered that, so we got you, Casey Soderstorm. 
Oh, someone said maybe talk about love languages. I don't completely believe the theory, but couples talking about love is just so cute. That was my last one. I was, was so it excited really? to say it. <laughs> I think we should do the love languages quiz. Because... So I was thinking that that, I don't actually know. So also you and Skylar did that whole podcast episode. Enneagram. On all that weird foo-foo stuff. I haven't done any single, I haven't done any of those. So there's that and this love languages thing. Maybe we could do a whole podcast on. That's let's do the let us know in the comments. You guys want us to do the love languages? Yeah, because I've done a really good job of putting up a not a facade, but who is Steve kind of question. Um, we could crack into that a little more. Yeah, let's. Steven is uh, he's like an ogre. He has many layers. <laughs> uh, I love it when you quote beautiful things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Um. What was your first impression of each other? And also, how many kids do you want? But we already answered that. First impression? Well, I'll te- give... I'll technically, give... my first impression was, like, on Facebook. I'm like, oh, hey, look at her. Well, what was that impression? Oh, hey, look at her. Oh, hey, look at her. Damn, she's fine. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> but that... Yeah, let's just leave it at that. You thought I was cute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uncomfiest moment. 2K20. <laughs> Why? I just asked if you thought I was cute. Why is that uncomfy? It's uncomfy. Why? You because you thought I was really cute. I think it's, I really think it's cute. that mushy stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. The ail my heart stuff. The little smile touching my cheek. Except you know what's funny? You say that now on the podcast, but you are ten times more affectionate than me. Oh yeah. You're I, so clingy. I'm just not team PDA. Yeah, I'm. I'm more affectionate in front of people and steven's way more affectionate at home he's like hug me hold me cuddle with me and i'm like ah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, what was the question oh yeah so first impression of steven was number one he's cute number two definitely did not peg him as like an engineering student because he was wearing all black he had long hair and he kind of looked like a drug dealer <laughs> not to just cut you off because i mean that's what you would do <laughs> speaking of hair you got a haircut (laughs) people have been asked i mean i've been asking for this forever but so have other people yeah i hate hair i never get haircuts now that i can go get haircuts more often i used to hate getting haircuts because i hated paying for them i was so against it it was just like the most ridiculous thing in the world you and your dad are two peas in a pod i feel like your dad (laughs) was like i gotta pay to get someone to cut my hair yeah so i think the haircut looks great i think this is this is your best haircut ever yeah, I told the guy, like, hey, man, I don't do my hair. I wear hats a lot. I just needed to look, like, a little bit more mature. I've been kind of stuck with this since high school. And he's you've, like, I got you. Yeah, you've had the, like, Justin Bieber swooshy hair stuck I know, in And then I get away from it, and then it just grows back the same way. So, oh, <laughs> do you know here's what my that trick. Is? Here's my trick. You need to get haircuts more often. Yes, that is my trick. <laughs> <laughs> no, my trick is when I leave, I schedule another one appointment. Uh, another appointment. It's like the dentist. Yeah. If you don't do that, then you're never going to schedule a, a right. dentist appointment. Correct. I'm proud of you. I know. And every four to six weeks, I'm going right back in. We are not going to go back to Shaggy Town. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I got to focus on the beard because this is going. I like bad. the beard. I'm I'm a big beard girl. Someone asked me, "Are you team beard or no beard?" Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm team beard. I know you are. Uh, well, and Stephen always thinks that I'm not, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm like so gross and haven't shaved my beard." I'm like, I like it. I think it's cute when you kiss me and I feel a little fuzzies. I love not having to shave every morning. It's fantastic. I, love, I think the beard is great. <laughs> it's a great excuse to be lazy. Oh, no, no, no. My wife likes it. <laughs> yeah, well, and I like that you, like, touch up the, like, the neck and the cheek. You have, like, a very well-defined beard. It's cute. I like it. You're cute. Okay, let's end the podcast. Yeah, that's good. Yikes. <laughs> big yikes. Why is that a big yikes? <laughs>
As soon as we turn it off, he'll think, mm, I'm so glad you said you liked my beard. I love you. Thank you. I have to give her the $20 for saying that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Steven, my husband. Yeah. Um, I want to do something that Skylar can't do when she's on the podcast signing out. What? <gasps> <laughs> Me and Skylar when she comes back. <laughs> I'd be so sad that you broke our tradition. <laughs> Anyways, right. I think that's it. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see thanks you next week. Thanks for watching week. and thanks for subscribing. <laughs> and follow me on Instagram, Steve Alito. <laughs> <All> Bye. Right, bye. <laughs>